are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. Hey guys, welcome to Salt and Light. My name is Esther Odia, and I keep looking at Delphine's face because she's the expert, so that means she's here. What's up, people? <laughs> and there is Jennifer. Hiya. Jennifer. Wow. Jennifer is a makeup a artist. Oh, yeah. And um, a beauty educator. Mm-hmm. Okay. Give them. The delight of the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> the love dispenser. <laughs> Right. Okay. So I'm with Rukeme, aka El Shakar. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Just introduce yourself. Yeah, um, uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> How can you do that? Well, I I am a seeker. Mm-hmm. I am a seeker. Legend of the seeker. Out of my mouth. Of what? And then or there like, is um, Uchechi. Like, hey. Uchechi is a barista, fashionista. What? God. That's all we can say. She's in the choir. Try choir. She's a chorister, not nope. choir. <laughs> she's a what? A makeup artist <laughs> on Sunday. Sunday, 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 Sunday makeup artist. Well, <laughs> and then we're with the ever delectable. No, I need to say something. You don't know, like. I have. I'm a big fan of Lusa. Oh, I'm serious. Oh. the first time I heard that song, "Pray for You." Yeah. That has yeah. been my jam. Yeah. The first time I saw Nosa on Tribe Lagos group, I'm like, oh my god. She's here. Yeah. <laughs> so Nosa, it's so good to Thank you. God bless all of you. You're lifted. Today we'll be talking about Christian in Lagos, being a Christian in Lagos. Um, I mean, in a we're in a dispensation of alternative vibes, spiritual, out of body experiences. Wow, all that stuff, all that nice truth, stuff. Personalized truths. Mm, this is my truth. truth. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it, it's it's kind of like difficult to believe people when they say like you know when they claim to be Christians because mm. you're just like okay I know a Christian that is doing this so I know a Christian that is justifying this or approving this so what exactly does it mean to be Christians and let's not forget this is a podcast by actual salt and light so um. What exactly would you say it means to be a Christian in Lagos? What's it like? What's your experience? What, what has it been like for me? Yeah, what has it been like for you? You tell you, us. Yeah, you I'm asking you guys. Talk about you want to use us. You want to use us. Say your words. Okay, so I would say that... Wow, you guys. So basically... Being a Christian in Lagos is, I mean, I, I feel like it's, for me, hmm, I was in an, I was in an industry that was like very, very um, strong or should I say grounded in lifestyle, reputation, all that stuff. So the first time I walked into my office at the time, 
I was just like, you know what, I'm taking the Holy Spirit to this office. I'm going to charge the atmosphere. One year later, the atmosphere was charged. I was charging you. The atmosphere was as in I was I was an evangelist for that atmosphere. Like it was mm. crazy. So it was and I had friends in the office that were also Christians. They they would go to church. They loved God in quotes, you know. They would um talk about how they really enjoyed um Sunday services and how powerful the sermons were and everything. And I was one of those people. Like I would sit down and have Christian talks, conversations mm. and all that stuff. But like my life was very different from everything I said and everything I, I declared. Um so it was more like on one side I was smoking, you know, and I I would drink a lot and all that stuff. But I remember there was this particular time where I was smoking with my friend and he started saying, you know, I really, really love God. God is like the best thing <laughs> that has ever happened to me. And he was rolling like the reason and everything. And, you know, we had that at some point we actually stopped smoking and we prayed. Um, but it, it has been a journey for me. So right now I'm at this phase where I am unquestionably a believer. Let my life speak for itself. So if I'm ever in a situation where somebody's asking me, like, are you a Christian or something? Like, I... It, it makes me step back and ask myself, like, what exactly am I doing? How is my testimony different from my lifestyle? That's a yeah. With all the new age stuff going on, I find a lot of um, young people all about... Uh, anytime you want to talk about um, Jesus or anything, they all have this um, this opinion given to them by, you know, the religious system, etc. And um, everyone feels like, you know, maybe because Christianity has been misrepresented, they not believe, okay, anything else... It's probably true. So you find people they're talking all kinds of mm. funny stuff, and I just find myself with people that. Who stomach was that? Are you hungry? Yes, yeah, so I just I just found I find myself with so many skeptics. Like people are just very skeptical, and mm. it's not because there's no they don't tire, man. Uh, they don't tire because so much. There's been no there's no there's been no reality to anything with Christians have been talking yeah. about. You know? Yeah, no power, yeah, no, no power, power. Resolve, no, no result. You know, like <coughs> no Christianity change. has no change. Yeah, <laughs> Christianity has so much advanced in Nigeria in the past decades, but Nigeria is so much worse than it. I saw a photograph two years ago. Someone mm. posted, and it's like. If I go to a business meeting and then I'm about to sign a contract with someone, and princess, I'm a Christian or I'm a pastor, I would, yeah. I, would, yeah. I would double check everything, you know. And that's that's how sad. far it's that's so sad. sad, you know. That's how far we're from because we're supposed to be ones that are honest and straightforward and everything. And you know, for me, me personally, I just want to be the person who, if anyone talks about, oh, that's a good person, mm. you know, even if you don't know my religion or anything, mm. you just say, oh, that's a good person, mm. you know, because I believe that. This is what Christianity is supposed to be, you know, love and, you know, compassion and patience and all these things. Yeah. And for me, if one doesn't have that, I don't, I don't really know what they have, you know, because, yeah, because yeah. in this information age and rise of intellectuals yeah. and etc. Yeah. yeah, so for me, I just, even if I don't know anything, all I want to be is right. Yeah. Right with God. Right with yeah, God. righteous. Because even now, Seb, that right is another conversation. For me, I find that um, now people are beginning to ask questions. 
we came from from a time where you know Christianity was just this um line of precepts and things you should do. Okay, you go to church, if you don't tell lies, if you don't steal, if you don't kill, you know, you're you're a good person. But now people are beginning to question things. I feel like just like you said, this is the, the age of information. People are actually mm. reading things and you know, opening their eyes to to actually question what this Christian leaders are doing and trying to find out, okay, what does the Bible say and how is this actually a reflection of what is in the Bible? Mm. And the only downside that comes with this awareness and this search for wisdom is that it's also opening them up to other kinds of, you know, beliefs. People are beginning to, you know, gravitate towards, you know, all this spirituality without God, humanism. Mm. And you know how the world is now a global village and mm. everything is now closed, just like we heard this evening. Everything is now closed, so you can be a Buddhist in Nigeria. Now yeah. I see a lot of people that worship plants and worship, you know, human beings. You feel so like that, yeah. They, everything starts and ends with man and all of these things. And just like Ruki said, I find that for me, um, it's just the practicality of everything. Because I came from um, a place where I thought that going to church was good enough. Reading mm. my Bible was good enough. Saying a prayer three times a day was good enough. Fasting was good enough. Mm. But, you know, there's this awareness that, no, that's not good enough. Love is actually a practical thing. It's not just yeah. saying. It's not just... Um, uh, um, professing it, you actually have to show love when it's hard to, when it's difficult to, when hate is being thrown at you, you mm. have to respond with love. And it's that work of transformation that, okay, this is what I used to do, but I don't, my my um, my desires are no, no longer tender towards that anymore. And just, you know, being by myself, being transformed by the work of the Holy Spirit and also reflecting that to my environment. Mm-hmm. And also the fact that my Christianity doesn't end just in church. It's outside wherever I, wherever I am. Everyone should be able to identify that, okay, this person is actually something different about her. Mm. There's something different about the way she moves, the way she walks, the way she mm. talks. And that's, for me, is being light. That's what it means to be the salt and light of the earth. Mm. That's what it means for me to be a transformed individual. That's what it means for me to be a Christian. I'm not just talking about these things. I don't just think it in my head. It has become a reality in my heart as well. So yeah, that's that's you guys I think we should put our offerings right now. <laughs> <laughs> so what what has it been like for you, Delphine? Like I I mean we see you at um YouTube, Nigeria right, stuff. Right. You're like literally in like the coolest places, coolest parties yes, and stuff. So <laughs> like but so I, I mean wash. but it's not no wash, <laughs> but like what what has it been like for you? Like, do you have like experiences and stuff? Um, definitely. So being in the entertainment space is it's a bit weird mm. because you sometimes feel like the odd one out. Like the things that are deemed right to the rest of the world, if you look closely at this, it's not right to you. Yeah. You know, as a Christian, um, I'll case in point. Um, some client reaches out to me to do some job for them. Mm. By all standards, it's fine. It's nothing um, um, provocative or bad, like outright bad in your face mm. about the job. But the spirit of God in me mm. made me realize that I shouldn't be doing such a job. Like for instance, I won't take, I won't do anything with an alcoholic brand, for instance, mm. and people don't understand that couple of brands have reached out to me to do this or that and I turned it down and it's like 
oh my god who are you why why are you trying to be so holy and i'm in in a sense you want to say it's not about holiness but then it is about holiness uh-huh. as a christian you are called out one you are yeah. separate you know yeah. you're different and by all means i'm holy yes i accept it you mm. know normally i'll say oh i'm not holy i'm not but i am holy uh-huh. like uh-huh. that's who i am so um you know the scripture hebrews 5 14 esther we've had this conversation before about mm. um how solid food belongs yeah. to the mature mm. who by practice reason by of practice. use yeah. exercise their discernment mm. for good and evil and I remember doing like a word study on that scripture some months ago and I kept asking God to help me like you say we should practice Abby yeah. might as well <laughs> <laughs> and the moment I prayed that prayer left right and center brands were just hitting me bang boom come and do this work for me and i was saying no 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 you know and you it was painful it was very painful it shook your body ah it pained like i know how much money i could have made from these brands you know i don't want to mention names but some Mm. of them like were into gambling and i'm Mm. like i can't promote this you know it doesn't make sense as a christian so these are the things that we face this temptation yeah Mm. this entertainment business they are dangling the fruits in front of you yeah just you gotta hold yourself mm. you know so like but you know the time we had that bible study mm-hmm. when someone was asking a question that whenever she decides to do good <laughs> that is when <laughs> that yeah. is when like all the temptation comes like have you had that experience before um i remember praying for patience some time ago you know asking god oh i want to be a little more patient with people like you've been patient with me and I can tell you for a fact that that was the week when everybody was pissing me off. <laughs> Every like from the security, you know, stopping me from entering my own house, you know, like so many things. So, yeah, so I, I feel like when you say not you want you don't want to do a certain thing anymore. Mm. If the devil sees that okay, this is actually going to make you more like Christ, mm. he, he tries to fight fight it. He tries to fight you. And there is also the side where you say, oh, God, for instance, I want to be more patient. He gives you tests to yeah. build your patience. So it's about identifying what, what mm. source these mm. trials are coming what from. What is an affliction? Mm-hmm. And what and what is- <laughs> exactly. I mean, Nosa, Nosa, you were signed on to um, Chocolate City. Yeah. How was, how was that for you? Well, um, a lot of people don't know this story so when they meet me when they come to me and say i was a pastor then i was serving as a pastor i had like a branch i was handling and all i had the jobs i was doing in church so people ask me what what does it feel like you know how does it feel for a gospel artist to be in a secular label so i answered them with a question like my guy jesus Mm. I said, where do you work? And they'll call their company and say, is it owned by a Christian? No. Is it for, is it a, a Christian? <laughs> nice one. Yeah, you work in a bank. Is the bank a Christian bank? Mm-hmm. Are they about this kingdom? Do they speak in tongues <laughs> there? You know, and and I ask them, how is how are you coping there? Because there are even more unbelievers there than in Chocolate City. <laughs> right. So... They are like, oh, okay, I see. I said, no, you don't see. <laughs> you know. So when they came, when when I met Aldo, I met Aldo 
through some very yeah, I, I would say it's a divine thing because a legend you know Shalamana get ready tonight gonna make this yeah. a night to remember a group of three stars you know that moonwalk it yeah. was the Jeffrey Daniel guy that originated the dance and taught Michael Jackson wow yeah, so imagine that guy God leads him to become my brother's next door neighbor in Ikui. Oh, I How? think I remember you said that. Yeah, and then he was, he was a judge on Nigerian Idol. His co-judge was Aldo Mekori. So imagine someone, someone Aldo looks up to and idolizes, is telling him there is a guy. I heard his song. You need to hear this guy. You know, mm. that's how I got to Chocolate City. But when I got there... Sorry, sorry Michael Jackson knows you like this. Michael Jackson, no, <laughs> Daniel. Yeah, that knows Michael Jackson. Ah, <laughs> Michael Jackson died before I got uh, So the guy, they came to meet me, Aldo and his partner Paul. When I saw them, I was like, "Hey, I don't want to go and join secular this thing. Just mm-hmm. leave me alone." So this was December 2010. So for like a year, I was trying to get signed to a Christian label. Things were so things were so rough. Mm. You no, know, we prayed, we signed the contract. Before you know it, they have no money anywhere. <laughs> so um, it was like God was telling me, "You guys are trying to box me. You try yeah, to box yeah. me into what you think, you, you know. Yeah. And then you are you are responding to what people may say, and not responding to what I have sent you to do." Yeah. So yep, and like six months later, Aldo calls me up and says, ah, "What's up with your music? You've not released anything." we've been waiting for you and he said something he said you can do church and bless 5,000 people but God will be angry with you if he sent you to 5 million people and to get to those 5 million people you have to do it without a sense of religion you know so we sat again I expressed my fears my concerns I don't want to go and be I don't want to be forced to sing in the club or something or do anything that is against my uh, you know and I found out that they were just really passionate about good music and spreading it. Spread your message however you want. Mm. You know, so that's how I got there. And it's not as bad as many people think. And I, a lot of people marked me and said, that one that is in Chocolate City. Mm. So they think Chocolate City is like a crew. Mm. It's not a crew, it's a company. Now, M.I. has his crew with his friends and mm-hmm. brother. You know, but it's not like they hang out in the office. I only met, I can count how many times I've met Ice Prince, you know, or Jesse Jacks, you know. So it's not as if we are just there chilling, chop boys, then smoking. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, so here am I, and here I am. Yes, here I am. He said all these days. You know, people come and say, We like how you are still standing Mm. in the faith. In I say, You people don't even know my background. Mm. I was filled, guys. I was a pastor wearing coat up and down when I got signed. So I didn't get signed because I want to be famous. I felt because I didn't have, you know, if you want to blow in Nigerian music, gospel music, to some extent, I don't, I think it's changing now. You have to be in a shush. Mm, that yeah. can push you. Yeah. Yeah, but then it's changing, you know, changing small, small. So that's why I got there because I was pastoring. It. I was a pastor in a church. Hmm. We're not up to ninety that time. Wow. So. I mean, I think it's like the same story with this guy PJ. He's a pastor in a um, fountain of life, and he's also the an actor. actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
and he's like buff. So when you look at him, you're just like, like this ungodly, mm-hmm. ungodly yeah. believer. What is why your why 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 so big? What are you using it for? Yeah. Why so big? <laughs> why so big? Yes, no. Yeah. It takes a lot of vanity to invest. <laughs> so that's what that's what they say. See, yeah. The, the, there's another because of the kind of city Lagos is it's a mega city of yeah. sorts. Um, it's the, it will be like the hub of almost every aspect of our culture. I call Lagos the Hollywood of Africa. Yeah. Art, entertainment, religion. Yes, religion. You understand? So that is, I I think we have a bigger battle with religion than we have with yeah. unbelief. Yeah. Actually. Mm-hmm. Because um, if you don't clean up the house you are bringing people into, mm. uh, if if the house looks like where you are bringing them from, yeah, you know, you are bringing them into another chaos, another mm. kind of chaos, another setting mm. of hair. Uh, so it's 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 going to be a mess. Yeah, you know. So and and if you're not careful as a church, right, or as the church, mm. you find things going in the opposite direction of flow. It's supposed to be you imposing on your world, mm. your culture, yeah. influencing the culture. Mm. But then, because there's this innate competition we have, you know, we want to there's this thing where there's this thing about numbers that we've not overcome as yeah. a church. Yeah. You know, so in order to get the people and keep the people, we want to water down the message. Yeah. yeah. Water down the truth. Yeah. You know, so you and then you are trying to do a lot of things. So so, so inclusive. But then, if we're not careful, we begin to allow Mm. the culture imbibe some some aspects of culture in church just to keep people. That's that's been my challenge. How we how religion is dispensed in Lagos. Mm. I I can totally relate to you talking about religion when you started started off mine was religion you know but it felt like there was a deeper calling like god was calling me to come into relationship you know but i didn't understand it but even then as i was doing religion there were things i was already cutting out of my life you know um like profanity i wouldn't say or allow someone to speak them around me um going to the club not allowing people speak no, around me, like when we're having the conversation with me, and you, tr- I'm, I'm sorry. Can you like speak to me? Mm. You know, yeah. In plain words. In plain words. Plain words. <laughs> yeah. Not, not so colorful. Exactly. Please. <laughs> <laughs> turn it down. Turn it down. <laughs> so yeah, um, and maybe going to, going to the club. I remember some of my friends that really you know loved going out and dancing mm. and stuff. At some point, it became an issue. Like anytime I invite you out, you don't ever want to come. You know, they will go out, and I'm the one who comes to open the door early in the morning when they come back. <laughs> and I became, <laughs> yeah, so that literally became what I was doing, and they were upset because they couldn't understand. It felt like I was trying to say I, I was better off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it felt like that to them, like I'm judging them. I'm like, oh, sorry, I can't go there. Oh, sorry, I can't go here. And they're like, what's what's it with you and all of this? We go we go to church, we pray too. You know, so I don't understand. What do you mean? And you know, there was a time my, my friend literally said oh you've not come to support me because she was doing something with this entertainment thing mm. where it's like a club as well so she was like you've not come to support me and i was like okay okay fine sorry don't be offended i'm going to come and support you and i went because mm. i was trying to support her but knowing what i know now i could have actually stood my ground and said sorry if it comes down to this because it's against my own beliefs i'm mm. sorry i won't do it but anything else that you're doing that does not infringe or 
what's the word? Is that in English? Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> you get you, you, you get it. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, so I I would do stuff like that because I was trying not to be too offensive. Mm. You know, and people, some people I've noticed even judge you before they judge you. Thinking that you are judging them, I don't know. You yeah, so judging the judge. Yeah. So let me judge so before you judge me. Because they yes. know that you live Let's a certain way, they already say, "Oh, this girl is so judgmental," without you even doing or saying anything. Yeah. You know, and that would because you're afraid. Personally, I've been there a lot. You mm. know, because you're afraid of being called that, mm. you tend to try to tone it down. Mm. Yeah. So living in Lagos and being a Christian, oh, like a Christian that has Christ, that, is yeah. difficult. Oh, no. Yeah, because Chris Valentine well, said wanted. something the other day. Yeah. He said Christians without Christ. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and you know, and uh, we're not saying this to sound condescending or anything, mm. but is because I was once that Christian. To be mm. honest, I I thought it was just a Sunday Sunday service Sunday something, service, really, but yeah. thank God He has opened our eyes to light. We need darkness for light to shine. Yeah. Sincerely, I mean, I'll say that I, I probably have the worst set of friends, and you know, <laughs> well, here's the thing, I I I can't yeah. I can't judge any of them because I was very much <laughs> best with fellow folks together, so yeah. we were all involved in things together. But um, one thing that God gave me, he, he because one thing about me, I always want to know why. Mm. I've not been a sentimental person. I don't I don't believe I'm doing right for sentiment. So I'm trying to just you know want to make someone happy. You know, I see it doesn't make any sense. Yes, you know, so because of that, because I understand why I'm doing a thing. When I find people who come to challenge me or ask me, even if I cannot convince them to believe what I believe, yeah. they just can't argue with the logic I give to them. Yeah. Because I really explain it in a way that, you know, and I really challenge them with questions that they come to point, okay, I can't argue with this logic. For me, I don't believe in that, you know, the, you know, in the early times, the SU Christianity, mm-hmm. when they will come, they must wear suits and tie, wear the choke the neck, all these kind of yeah. things, you know. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think one needs to... I think if you make your your stand known when it yeah. comes to relating with people, make your stand known in a non-condescending way. So yes. there was a way I used to tell people who wanted to feature me on some songs, and I believed, you know what, involving myself in this track would be me promoting what I'm trying to change. Mm. So I, I used to tell them, I'll say it's not holiness, it's politics. Mm-hmm. So I can't sing on this song. It's not because I feel holier than you. It's a political move. Mm. Like. Wisdom, you know? which so, is which is actually yeah. political if yes. you think about it. Yes, we are going about our father's business. Yes. Yeah. So I said it's not holiness; it's politics. I said there's no way I can condemn you for something for something I can't take credit for because I can't take credit for my salvation. Mm. You know, it was God's mercy, and so I talk to to people. You know, I I had I have a cousin that introduced me to studio life, music recording in the studio. So whenever I was around, I was the youngest among them. So he and his friends, whenever I was around, they changed their speech. Mm. If they wanted to use expletives, if they did, they would apologize to me, mm. and I didn't tell them anything. But I I just let them know my stand. Mm. I stood by it, but I let them know ah, I'm your guy. But mm. when you reach this place, mm. I don't follow me. Mm. Mm. You understand? But hey, yeah, how can so they saw that side and there's something about that that really endears you to people and people mm-hmm. can hear your message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they see that you are really like like them, mm. 
you understand it they see themselves in you so i'm very quick to let people know how much of a mess i am mm. so when they see that they'll be like ah you are different mm. like this is what it ought to be like but just let them know what you yes, stand sir. for um, I, think I like what you said about making people know first how much of a mess that you are yeah mm. maybe to maybe to an extent maybe i did not emphasize on how much of a mess yeah I was looking yeah. back now, mm. you know. So they are looking at you because they feel like you're on a pedestal. Yeah, 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 yeah. you're just they a can't kid. relate so to you. If you even make a little mistake, that's it. You know mm. that kind of like that, is it, that, that like mm. they condemn every Castle. other thing. <coughs> yeah. So, but I think that is a very very mm. important thing to do. I'm on a journey as well. I'm on a journey. And, um, mm. and mean it because yeah. a lot of people are on, they are not on the journey. <laughs> they course, are just on the journey to You're on a journey because now you are deciding what you should not do mm. and you are making efforts to not do them. Yeah. You are stating what you believe in. And so by the time you see that, okay, I'm saying no this, yes to this, no to this, and I'm actually following through. Mm. So even if I sleep, because I have told you, look, this is a journey for me, mm. but I strongly believe in it, mm. you know. But I'm also a mess, and it's mm. only the grace of Christ that is keeping me, mm. you know, even on the journey that that I'm on. So sometimes I'm, I may fall, mm. I may make mistakes sometimes, but it does not discredit what mm. I believe in. Mm. So that does not, that doesn't, that that means that I'm just, I'm human, just like yeah. you, just that I believe. I'm looking up to Christ now mm. to help to give me the grace I'm on a different to, to take on this journey because mm. I will really want to be on this journey and I'm embarking on this journey. So it's not a thing where I'm saying I'm on a journey but I'm standing. Mm. You no, know, if you're on a journey, you should be moving. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You know how it feels sometimes. There are some there were some friends I used to have then, you know, that were very spiritual. <laughs> that <laughs> one day we are talking premiership and then they put mouths hey they contribute i'm like eh so these people watch premiership that means <laughs> i'm not that bad as a christian oh my god what's the game of what thrones? People watch game of thrones they watch oh TV. my god you know i've had a a, a a sister you know a prayer partner and you know that has blasted me for contributing to game of thrones she said oh you watch game of thrones is is pornography you know i couldn't tell her you know what i'm I've grown to the point where I can filter what affects me, you know, yeah. what yeah. has an effect on me. But I just said, okay, because I believe in every stream, every stream of understanding, yeah. every, Everybody's on different every conviction you yeah. have, as long as it's Christ, yeah. you understand? So yeah. I respected her conviction and I said, okay, you know what, I won't talk about it. I remember one time I, I, was, I was hanging out with um, some friends. I just met them. They were new. And me, I was at this point where God had just started talking to me about um, same-sex attraction and all that stuff. I was like, I was excited because I've been asking these questions for a while. So I hung out with them and I remember sitting on the table. We had dinner, amazing dinner and everything. Then for some weird reason, and funny enough, these guys happened to be in a bidding club. You know, when you're older, you now rich, you now drink and smoke, and then you're now liberal. Oh. You can, I, I mean, <laughs> you can just, you can, ah, it was crazy. So, I mean, I just felt like, ah, we're having a good conversation, we're talking and everything. You know, somehow we landed on the conversation of um, homosexuality. Then the guy looked at me, he was like, oh, yeah, he said, the Bible is the source of all evil. I said, I don't understand. People are evil, not the Bible. 
He now said, no, I know what I'm saying. So, for example, doesn't the Bible say that um, homosexuality is a sin? Isn't that the ground for homophobia? I was like, no, like, I don't, I don't know the Bible that you're reading, right? The Bible is founded on love. Oh, sorry, homophobia isn't even good now. Three <laughs> years ago, you talk, you come and say, you put rainbow. <laughs> it's even, you know, but, but this guy was so bent on saying like, oh, the Bible is, it was, he was, he was, who used homophobia. So he was, he was having this conversation. It was so, um, you know. It was quite deep. It was a very intense conversation. So the guy was like, you know what? Let me just even make this easy for you. At this point, my heart was racing so fast. Because I just made new friends. I just wanted to eat. <laughs> and just have a good evening and go home and sleep. But it just felt like, God was like, not today. You, you know? And I said, this guy was like, let me just ask you a question. Is, homopho- is homosexuality a sin? I was like, yes. Like the yes was it was I I remember going back and I was like, yo see what happened because it felt like there was a gun literally pointed at my brain and the guy was like is homosexuality a sin I was like yes and next thing this guy just goes on to say is like you're one of them you judge people you're this so me I'm there and I'm trying to like you know say I'm not going to like shy away from my conviction this is what I believe I know it is true it doesn't stop me from loving you it doesn't stop me from wanting to be friends with you it doesn't stop me from anything but when it comes to this i'm not going to put a stamp because i'm trying to be friendly because i'm trying to have a good this is my conviction it's the same way i know that um lying doesn't make sense it's the same way i believe this thing stealing doesn't make sense but if a thief is my friend am i now going to endorse stealing because i want to make you feel comfortable no there are things that i do as well the fact that it is me doesn't mean that I'm going to endorse it, right? I'm like, what is wrong is wrong. And this has nothing to do with my conviction. It's a standard. And next thing this guy says is, I'm going to put you on a blast on Twitter. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I let the guy know. I was like, you know what? The same way people are dealing with stuff, the way you're dealing with this, is the same way I'm dealing with mine as well. Like, I have things that I'm dealing with. I have things that, you know, at the point where I wanted to stop drinking, I had to announce to all my friends that, yo, I'm not, like, I, I'm not drinking anymore. So mm-hmm. that was me putting myself on a blast. So if you see me drinking, then please feel free to call me a hypocrite. Because I'm doing something, and I said, I'm that I've clearly said I'm not convic- convinced to do, right? And the same way when I wanted to stop smoking, I was like, you know what i'm not smoking anymore like i put myself on a blast because the fact that i'm smoking doesn't mean that it is any less of a crime than if it was somebody else and i think it was at that point that this guy just like kept quiet because it was the first time that he saw that whenever someone um the first time he saw someone declaring that this is wrong without any form of like self in it so it was a thing of let's reason this thing actually what is wrong is wrong despite the person that is engaging in it so it can be very like you saw that it was no condemnation of him no of the act of the act yeah it was just the act so it wasn't even that you said that you talked about your own challenges you know it was really important yeah see with me i'm struggling with my own with my own stuff that challenges that i i see i know these things are wrong and i'm working towards them it doesn't mean because I've struggled, uh, I've tried to stop and it doesn't work, and that I will I will now say okay these things are okay I endorse them. 
secondly doesn't also mean that you know how um, you know how you get when you feel someone is talking to you check this out so you, you are angry which is not good in itself yeah. you're angry that the pastor is using your story to preach <laughs> right <laughs> the day he was saying other things that didn't concern you, you know he was actually talking about other people. Yeah, but you found it funny. You mm. found it funny, you enjoyed the message, you were thinking, well, who are all these people? But when you started hearing <laughs> some things that sounded like ah, pastor, you like saying that my gist now this pastor did you take preach, you're angry. <laughs> so people get like that when when up. when they feel they're under the yeah you are you're, you're saying something Spot. that affects them yeah so if i say all the arm robbers for you here and i go die <laughs> somebody can just get angry and say what is all this why would he say that <laughs> <laughs> that is an arm robber that does not want to repent <laughs> yeah. you, you want to give stealing so 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 the same it's it's how we respond to to those things we respond in a way we're very we get very defensive mm-hmm. It takes a repentant heart for the truth to happen on you, mm. for the light to shine on you. The light exposes you first. Yeah. Exposes your weaknesses. Yeah. You know, exposes your challenges, your loopholes. Mm. So you are supposed to embrace what light has shown mm. you. Yes. And it takes strength for me. Yeah. So that's the, the beauty of repentance. Yeah. So when you when you say the same thing to an unrepentant person, you know, you get kicked out, you, yeah. you get abused. I'm blasted, on, blasted Twitter. on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. Yeah, uh, I truly believe that at the heart of everything should always be love. Mm. And that love always shines through. And whatever is our motive for, you know, speaking out and doing all these things, it should always be love at the heart of it. Mm. And it shouldn't be a thing where... We're trying so much of our own will, mm. of mm. our own ability to convince people. Because I've, I've um, made that mistake several mm. times, yeah. And I'm just like, okay, yes, this is this, this is, is a this is a, a quest for a, Christ. A, exactly, this for is a case kingdom. for the Lord. I'm going to capture this soul for the, yeah. you know, yeah. It's it's always just a, an exercise in futility. So I, I yeah, I always um I lean a lot nowadays. I lean a, not nowadays, but of recent times, I've leaned a lot on the Holy Spirit and just. Yeah. On his guardians and um, leading yeah. to speak when I'm supposed to speak and to keep quiet to listen. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes he even calls me to to go closer to some people. I never know when the change happens, but I just find that during the course of the relationship or the interaction, something you know, Changes. I say something and I look back and I'm like, wow, that was the moment. Mm. So I just always try to listen for him and what he has for me to say, mm. not just me thinking, oh, this is a story that will capture their heart. Mm. This is, a, this is a, the point where their hearts, you know, came to God. You yeah. know, it's not about me. And I also believe that everything we do is always a seed. Yeah. You may not see the result, but we just always believe that his word is power, his word is truth, his word is life. And whatever word that you're sowing to these people, to the world, it always, you know, it would bear fruits. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. One word, what describes like being a Christian in Lagos? Sacrifice. Yeah. Mm. A curse. Mm. A curse. Mm. Cross. 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 What about you? So for me, I say Wozo. I was going to say Cross. Yeah. I, I, At cross. 
say fat cross. <laughs> I think for me, it's um, it's the, it's the only life. Yeah, I think we've come to the end. Is it Esther or just signing out? <laughs> the Definito here. Bye guys. What? Golden Brown Dodo, aka Definito. Uchechi signing out. Oh, Jennifer signing out here. El Shakar signing mm-hmm. out. Oshie. Wow. <laughs> this is me, your boy. Jennifer <laughs> signing out. I go always pray for you. Oh, yeah. I go always pray for you. I go always pray for you. Make the grace of Jesus see you through. I go always pray for you. As all of us, they go our separate ways.